everybody. This is our big welcome to Orange Gum with Wendy T and Hope Skibitsky. Oh, that kind of hey, brought. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so we have launched. It's a big, exciting time for us. And thanks I for know. Yeah. <laughs> it's been an exciting time kind of building up and figuring out what we want to share with everybody and getting the inputs from people and, and hearing your stories about what's important to you. So uh, we've been crafting that journey together and sharing a lot of laughter and kind of deciding like, how do we bring that to everybody else? Because as my mom likes to say, you two cackle like school children on the phone. And so, yeah. Right. <laughs> and what did I hear yesterday? Like, oh, energy. And I can see all those things. Like, of course yeah, I should have known you two were friends. You have all that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing about friends, right? Like our friends should be the people that we can come to with all the things. And so we thought we would bring all those things to the community. That's right. And all the things includes me sharing with you my sniffles because the allergies in Texas are killing me right now. So I apologize in advance if you guys hear me like sniff. It is just a thing. I've tried to get over it. Doesn't work. If you hear me sniffle, it's probably just because I'm an estrogen bomb. And so, yeah, I can't just blame the allergies. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to take tick marks every time I can get Wendy to cheer up, you guys. Start keeping track. <laughs> <laughs> so as we are launching, some of the questions that have come up is like, how did you guys meet, right? Or why are, why are you doing this? Why bring a podcast life, right? And so... Hope, do you want to kind of like dive into that detail? Yeah. So Wendy and I have been through a lot together and we'll get into that as we go. Cause you know, everybody's been through a lot together, but, and we recently had some life changes together and we thought, you know what, how would we have gotten through this without each other? How, how would we have done it? And it's because, you know, like when she reaches out to me and she's having a bad day, I don't try to wallow in her pity with her. I'm like, oh, if only you could fix that. Um, and so, <laughs> so sometimes, you know, we laugh through the needling. We do laugh together. We do cry together, all those things. And we thought, you know what? How many people don't have somebody to laugh together, cry together with? How many people don't have that somebody that you can, you know, carry your dirty laundry to and, you know, have them help you clean it up? And how grateful I am that I have my Wendy, my my sweet Wendy, as I love to refer to her. Um, and so we thought, could we be that something for somebody else? Could we be a place where you come and hear that you're not alone in your struggles or that you, you know, feel kind of normal that like having thoughts about all the things is just normal right the having an insecurity having uh this has happened and I'm just I'm not going through it alone and so I feel very fortunate that I've had good friends um and I you know my friends are all like isn't this your hope so <laughs> I we laugh all the time but this happens all everywhere I go and somebody sees me they always want to say like oh, we have to send a picture to hope my favorite thing to do, right? It's almost like I'm bragging that I got to hang out with somebody that Wendy knows and loves and that they get to tell Wendy that they hung out with me. It's, mm -hmm. it's awesome. Yep. I, I got a dozen pictures yesterday. So you were hanging out with recruiters. Right? Oh gosh. So yeah. So we had a friend come into town and I will tell you, I I hadn't got to spend very much time with her. First time I ever met her, I didn't even meet her. She met my husband because she made it all the way to the location to take her Air Force physical fitness assessment and forgot her shorts. 
And so she had reached out to Wendy and said, what do I do? And she's like, oh, well, Hope lives there. You can borrow her shorts. And so we sent her on a run to my house. My husband, you know, packed her out with some PT shorts. Um, and then she went and passed with flying colors. And so we love to accuse my shorts of being the reason she passed her test. That's right. Magic shorts. <laughs> yeah. So she came into town and was headed to a conference and uh, just at random reached out to me and said, oh my gosh, one of our keynotes fell out. Um, she had a family emergency. And if you're interested, could you come fill the spot? And I thought, you know what? I'll throw my cape on and come help. That's right. You know what? That would never happen to me. I could not just show up and like and speak in front of all those people with without notes. I don't know how you do it. It's like magic, right? So, but those are some of my favorite things. Like how people were so excited to share with me. We got to see your hope, and so I love that. I do yes, too. Our journey together has been long and has been um, full of all kinds of interesting moments, and I feel very, very grateful that I've been able to share those ups and downs with you. And that was something that I really wanted to kind of like talk about. Was it's not just the hard things. Sometimes it's like the fun things too, right? Like it, yes. it it's more full because I get to share the, you know, this just happened. And, and when somebody else is willing to brag on your success, when somebody else is willing to tell the world, Hey, yeah. look how good my person is doing at a thing. Like just the other day, that fancy little keyboard behind you, you sent me a video of you <laughs> learning how to play your first song in full. And I was like, Ooh, look at this over here trying to, you know, be Mozart on her, on her keyboard. <laughs> and so well, I yeah, I did. I took started taking piano lessons in January because I wanted to tap into a different part of my brain for learning because I'm a big nerd and I think learning is important. So I wanted to be able to dial in a different, you know, still be learning, but use a different part of my brain for that. And so just never been musically inclined at all. And so I thought now in retirement, I'm going to take piano lessons. And so I sent a clip of me playing my first real song. So, <laughs> so, you know, honey, like years and years and years ago, um, we chose each other. Um, and so one of the things that I absolutely love is that you're sending me your video and telling me, and you're telling me that you had a good coffee date and you're telling me, like, I love that I'm the person that you share those things with, right? Not that you don't share them with other people, but that you think of me. Um, and so you know, we went through master resilience training course all those years ago, and they talk about being the person someone shares their joy with and what a gift that is. And so you and I often refer to each other as part of our tribe. And years and years ago, we had done a talk with, you know, Sarah and Lisa about how we, that's right, yeah, how we were each other's tribe and the things that you're able to get through when you have people that, you know, you can, that will celebrate your successes without any malice um, or jealousy. And that will be there with you when, you know, the world is falling apart and they will help like glue the pieces back together. And so you are a huge component of my tribe. And so how did, same, how did we get here? How did we get here? Well, it's such a good question. I think for me, the, well, I like to share the story about how I demanded that you were going to be my friend. So since, you know, just facts, I asked her 8,000 times to go to lunch before she finally made time. 
And so why orange gum? Why are we orange gum? Well, it's because of Wendy. So she had had the opportunity to meet my husband. And at some point in the past, either- That's a trend pattern now. <laughs> at some point in the past, either me or Justin had mentioned that I love to chew gum and specifically orange gum because orange is my favorite color. And she remembers everything. Y'all, it's very dangerous. It's very dangerous. Wendy has a memory like an elephant. Never tell her anything you're not going to remember because she remembers it. <laughs> Anyhow, so she um, sent him home with a package of orange gum as like this token to, hey, we should hang out. And I was like, oh, that was really nice of her. <laughs> and when I didn't do anything about it or respond to her, she was like, hey, um, did you get my my gum? And I was, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that's really nice of you. <laughs> and she was like, so are we going to get together? And I was like, I thought you were just being nice. I didn't know you really wanted to get together. (laughs) So now she tells this story as though she had to chase me down. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much what happened. Just so y'all know. So (laughs) I was like, I'm about to PCS. So we got to make this lunch happen like today. (laughs) Yeah. So we got together and it was amazing. I mean, we connected in just the first few minutes. We laughed together. We cried together. And when you meet somebody that you could just kind of like, oh my gosh, I don't even know why I just poured my soul out to you. You know that you're going to keep that person, right? And so Wendy's my person. That was my long way to get to. I feel like I will be really vulnerable and share and maybe overshare (laughs) and you know, I give people a chance to, you know, be in the tribe, right? Until you give me a reason not to. And I, I don't know that everybody shares that sentiment, but it has, it's been great for me. I feel like I have a great family of, of people all across the globe who have really rallied and been there for me. Um, obviously my hope top of the list, you know, I mean, you made more road trips down to see me and check on me and, and, you know, even with all of your allergies, hug on my babies. <laughs> oh, my babies too. So, you know, I just think put myself out there and share like the ups and the downs and the hard things and the great things and the re- what real life looks like, because I'm never the person who's afraid to say like, I don't know what that means. And like, I'm also not the person that's afraid to say like, this is life, you know, this is actual life. Yeah. And, so, you know, I've been accused in the past of being an overdiscloser. I wasn't always right. Like really, really like tight lipped and closed in on who I shared myself with. And then as I realized that me sharing some of the things that I've been through have helped other people, I've become this person that like shares everything. And, um, so I maybe am not a good measuring stick, but how do people start honey with, with vulnerability, with building a tribe? How do you know that those people are your people? How do you, So I think, you know, what the community that you're in, I think that matters, right? With whatever you're doing, whether it's like I'm volunteering. And so then you, you feel a sense of, we share this thing in common and, or we, we do this thing together, right? Um, For me, the connection point was some mutual friends. And so I, you know, there were some people that had spoken so highly of you. And so there were a couple people at that same location where we met, you know, that people had spoken so highly of. And so when I, when I met you, I was just like, it was the back of the CCAF graduation, you know, and I was like, who is this unicorn? You know, so you're going to be friends. (laughs) And so, you know, your reputation definitely preceded you. And I just, you know, 
so I think that community, you know, wherever you're involved, you start to like pick out the people who are going to be, you know, people that you want to spend that time with. And for me, it's a lot of times filling gaps because if you look at my friend circle, they're all so wildly different from me, but we share very similar values and maybe not all the same kind of values, but we share very similar ones. Yeah. You know? So, uh, my, my friend circle is just so diverse and it, you know, good humans though. I think everybody would, would say for for hundred percent confidence that they're really, they have great hearts. Yeah. And so I think that's important when people look to build a tribe because mm-hmm. not everybody needs a tribe. That's like 15 people big, or, you know, sometimes your tribe is a tribe of two and that could be people that, you know, you lean on just when you need to lean on. And oftentimes we look at our other, our significant other and say, well, th- this is all I need. Is it though? Cause when your significant other goes through a thing or you and your significant other are going through a thing, you at least need someone else to, you know, have that half gallon of ice cream and a, a you know, <laughs> good cry your eyes out film with, right? Oh no. I used to joke about that, right? My three ways with Ben and Jerry's. Any of those, which led to some of those conversations where, you know, I was like, oh, I don't know if I can go to be an instructor here where they all run really fast. And, and that there's hope on the other side of the FaceTime, like, oh, if there's only something you could do about that. <laughs> you know, I wasn't doing you any favors by enabling you to, to believe that you couldn't fix it. Tribe has to be truth tellers, right? But yeah. this was a very, this was a great lesson learned when I was understanding feedback better. But, uh, people who care about you, that feedback sounds different because when somebody doesn't care about you, that feedback sounds mean and hurtful. Like criticism. It just, it just hurts and it's met with resentment or it's, it feels like it's crushing my spirit. But when it's somebody who cares about you and I'll tell you like a funny story, my, one of my great bosses Um, I affectionately refer to him as grandpa because he was a really young grandfather. We were at the gym working out and here he is spotting me on the bench press, you know, and I'm lifting and he's like, what's going on with your face? I was breaking out, you know, and I mean, bad enough that I would cut bangs. (laughs) So here I am bench pressing and he's like, what's happening here? Like, what's going on? I was like, get off me. (laughs) You know, but I can tell you that he just, was somebody that really respected me and valued me and just made me feel like I could do anything. Like he really pushed me to get my degree done. And so it didn't feel like he was hurting me. You know, he just was like genuinely caring about like, what is happening right now? (laughs) Right. So that was my first time that I kind of really understood feedback for what it was when people care about you. And so like your tribe or people who care about you and will tell you honest things yeah. but it doesn't feel like it is pull, it's like pulling away from you or taking away from you. It is meant to add value for you. Yeah. Cause if people love you, they're going to tell you the, the things that other people would talk about you. Oh gosh. That's such a great way to say that. You see magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. And I, I agree a hundred percent. And I feel like, you know, you got to dip your toes in vulnerability and see how it's received and how people like respond to you because you know, you build things over time, but you, you know, right up front. I mean, I remember 
buying my very first pair of combat boots and putting my feet in them and realizing these things hurt like hell. But over time, leather will stretch and then they feel like second skin. But there's a lot of other shoes that you should know from the time you put them on that they will never be comfortable. Um, And so I think that friends are the same way. You know that there's those friends that you know, they love you. There's going to be some uncomfortable situations, but you're going to grow through those things and then they will be your second skin. And then there's those acquaintances that you, you thought could be friends, but man, those, those were one hour shoes. You knew right up front. Those were not going to be shoes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I understand what those are. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) You always have great shoes. You're forever in like every different kind of shoe matches all this stuff, but are super duper comfortable. Oh yeah. Because I don't walk in heels. (laughs) You see all the scars I have? I learned my lesson early. (laughs) It benefits me. Whenever something you don't like, you send it to me. I'll take it. Oh my gosh. So that's, look y'all, I am special. I have been working out like on a much better schedule and and routine for let's see since last may i've been really disciplined with my workout routine and so just like movement every day even if it's not much but i do movement every day right and so i went to go get new sports bras and in my haste of like going through the rack of finding ones i was like in between sizes and i thought well I, you know i'm still i'm still like losing a little weight or maybe not even that much weight but i'm like redistributing it so i thought i'll get the smaller size I went to put it on a few weeks ago and I was like, that's so small. <laughs> and then when I went to take it off, I was pretty sure I heard like seams breaking everywhere. And I was like, red lines everywhere. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that was just very uncomfortable. As I am doing laundry later, I realized that this particular sports bra is like, like this much inches smaller than all the rest of them. Enough for me to look in the app and see what had happened because I was confident that they mislabeled the one that I pulled out. No, no, no. Yeah. I I had ordered half my size. So I got to get it. (laughs) She sent it to me. (laughs) And luckily when it came, I didn't see any threads hanging. So I'm like, Oh, I'll wear that. Y'all have to understand. Trust and believe I am cheap. I love to buy my clothes used on, on like, auction sites. I love to go shopping at thrift stores. I will take <laughs> hand downs and hand me out, uh, hand me downs or handouts, however we say that. Um, I, I will, I will revel in that. And so anytime when he's like, mm, do you want this? I'm like, mm, yeah, send it. So not that I'm, you know, trying to be a hoarder, but I, I don't know. I love, I well, love not that was never, that was never going back on my person again, ever. <laughs> I'm all about it, honey. Keep sending, keep sending. And if it doesn't fit, I'll just show the sides down so that they do fit. (laughs) Holding it up. Like, how did I ever? (laughs) I love it. You know, your tribe should laugh with you. (laughs) Yes. But you know what? Your tribe should be the first ones to tell you the truth on a thing. I, I think that sometimes people believe that, you know, if I'm your friend, all I'm going to do is rally with you. All I'm going to do is, you know, reaffirm what you want to hear, tell you all the, but, and while that is true, they should celebrate your successes and, you know, all those things. Someone has to be the one to tell you the hard truth. And, uh, and you know, um, I always appreciate y'all. My husband is a truth teller. 
like, just like Wendy, we credit her with being a truth teller. My husband is a truth teller. Um, Wendy does it maybe a little softer than my husband. Um, and so I remember a long time ago, I bought this skirt that I thought, oh, look at this thing. And I, I don't have the world's prettiest legs. I, I bruise very easily. I've got veins, like it's, it's a mad mess. And so I put this skirt on thinking, oh, look. And my husband's like, you, you sure you want to wear that? And, you know, a lot of people think, man, he is rude. I love that because he knows how self-conscious or uncomfortable I would feel if I got a photo back and all you're staring at is like the spider veins running on my legs. Um, and so he was he was course correcting and helping me out so that I wasn't living in some delusions of grandeur that somehow it looked better just because I got a deal on this skirt. And so you're the people who love you are truth tellers. But that's where I come back to, right? Like, you know that Justin cares about you, right? But mm. the second you feel like he doesn't, that same comment can feel a lot different. Like he was trying to attack me instead of he yeah. was looking out mm -hmm. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, when you're like, when we talk about finding your tribe, you need to feel, so, you know, like that can go, that can very much go in stages of like building that trust and rapport, right? And yeah. For me, I feel like I build that quickly because I'll, I'll be willing to share and, and say like, this is what life, life looks like for me right now. And, you know, I, I, I'm going to trust and believe that you will reciprocate now. And that has not worked out for everybody. It has worked out pretty, pretty well for me. Uh, I, but I, you know, I get it where people don't, you know, they're like, I got to keep the circle small, you know, but, like people have broken trust and you know, how, how we work through that is a whole different, we'll have to dive into we'll that. We'll have to dive into that. We'll <laughs> definitely dive into that. Yeah. 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 Cause you know, okay. like sometimes people unfriend, you know, and so we'll, we'll talk about that one point in time. But one of the things that I absolutely love, you know, about you is that you have like, like people radar like dolphins can speak underwater and stuff like I don't know how you do it but people draw to you you're like this magnet everybody everybody loves your soul you're just this this thing that you know I, I want to be more like you I want to I'm gonna I want to make the world say oh when I walk in a room I feel like you know, every tuning fork on the world is, is making a noise when you walk in I do say this often that I have this cloud above my head that says extra help required and the universe just delivers, you know, so it's, you awful. say that all the time, but you're like just shy of nuclear physicist. <laughs> Again, extra help required. So I just needed more than everybody else. So, you know, <laughs> lots of, lots of reading and education packed behind that to help me life. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's me. We were getting ready to climb on this call and I'm like, what's eight times 12? You're the smart one. <laughs> like, Why can't I do some public math? <laughs> I don't know. None of those, none of those nuclear skills helped me like actually life though. <laughs> then I say this too, the negative temperature coefficient of reactivity hasn't actually helped me get anywhere. <laughs> I try to decipher that sentence and still don't understand where I'm like, oh gosh, my phone is dead. The calculator isn't available. I don't know what to do with myself. We can talk about Chernobyl on the next one. <laughs> I got you. I'm always like, is that a beach? 
<laughs> that's not true and we know it and we know it so her hope I just and I was also well, my mom and I were driving and I was going to be the guest speaker at an event probably like a month later and so I'm spending this time driving thinking through what what are my talking points how am I going to frame this message and you know I spent all this time thinking about it and my mom's like asking me some questions and just trying to give me some pointers and stuff and I said you know what really just just pisses me off Hope speaking tomorrow morning at breakfast, and I guarantee you that she hasn't even thought about what to say yet. Facts. I speak from the heart. (laughs) (laughs) Like literally, I know that they messaged you yesterday because the keynote, you know, wasn't able to make it and you just like showed up and just, it just poured out of you, right? Again, when you're speaking from the heart, you don't need a script. Well, I obviously have no heart because like that never <laughs> happened. <laughs> but people still love the Tin Man. <laughs> we could go out there. <laughs> okay, honey, this was fun and it was a great start. And I'm excited to keep going and having these conversations, um, bringing people in, inviting them into our tribe, y'all. Um, Be sure to look us up on Instagram. You can follow us here. Make sure you like us on YouTube. But more importantly, if you ever need anything, you have an idea of what you'd like us to talk about, or you just Mm -hmm. want to send us a message because you need need somebody to send you some love, orangegumpodcast at gmail.com is how you can reach us. But uh, we're excited to keep exploring with you, communicating what things look like uh, from our point of view and how we get through all the things we get through because... I've got you, babe. Yeah, we're not alone. You're not alone. Yeah. So okay. if, you, if you need we'll see you guys next time, make sure you tune in. Don't forget to like and subscribe and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. That sounds great. Thanks for being with us.